Hello, this is Zach Cherian. Thank you so much for joining us for our podcast today. We are really excited to bring you this teaching. Please open your heart, and if you can, your Bibles, and receive this word from the Lord, recorded live at Brazen Grace Fellowship. Intimacy with the Holy Spirit, because it's in that place of intimacy with Him that you will fulfill your position in Christ. Your inheritance will never come to you. You will never receive your identity until the process of identity that you are in the family and you go through that process where you don't run up and say, oh, I want to be a son right now. No, you ain't. Until you work your way to receiving your position in God as a son. But for first, you're going to have to be led by the Spirit of God. What does it mean to be led by the Spirit of God? To actually have an intimate relationship with Him. Whose presence do you think you feel when you worship? Hmm? I don't mean to break up the Trinity or nothing, but I just want to talk to you. Because Jesus ain't going, oh my gosh, they're not talking about me. <laughs> if Jesus was so so concerned about his uh, being so insecure, he wouldn't have left earth, he would have stayed down here. <laughs> but Jesus said, listen to me, man, I've got to go. I've got to go because I've got to send this guy. He's so cool. And the disciples are like bawling their eyes out going, don't leave us, don't leave us. And he's like, no, 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 listen to me. This is going to be good. I'm almost wanting to say it's going to be better, but in some ways, yeah. Because I couldn't be with you when you're sleeping. He will. I can be with you in that ditch when you fell because I'm probably here with this guy, but he will. He'll be with you at work. He'll be with you at school. He, he will be with you all the time. He'll never leave you. There's nothing you can do to make the Holy Spirit go, oh my gosh, I'm leaving this guy now. <laughs> he won't leave you. He won't. He's a st- he is the epitome of a stalker. He's going to follow you everywhere. Excuse me, stay outside. No, I'm, I'm sticking with you, dude. I'm sticking with you. I'm never leaving you. I am never, ever leaving you. Do you see how important the Holy Spirit is? Because you're never going to be who God called you to be. Unless you understand the person of the Holy Spirit. And so what does the devil do to the church? He dampens the role of the Holy Spirit. And tells us, oh, all that stuff, that's, that's in, the, in the book of Acts. That's not for now. That's in the day of the apostles. That's not for now. And so we just shut the work of the Holy Spirit. And we make him out to be this guy that convicts us of sin. My gosh, I don't know about you. That would be the worst job in the world to have. To always go keep telling people how bad they are. <laughs> You're a sinner. Oh, oh, you just sinned. That thought, ah, you sinned. Ah. Again you sin. Now you're cussing at me. You sin. We have made the Holy Spirit out to be this little police guy who's always going around convicting, 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 convicting people of sin. That's not who he is, dude. That's not who the Holy Ghost is. The Holy Spirit is God. And because he's God, he's worthy of worship. And because he's worthy of worship, whenever you worship him, poof, he moves on your behalf. If he is God, if he is one of the Trinity, if he is just as much God as Jesus is or as the Father is, then guess what? He's Jehovah Jireh. Mm-hmm. He's El Shaddai. He is God Almighty. He is Adonai. The Holy Ghost is God. The Holy Spirit. He's incredible. When you sing, Our God is an awesome God, He reigns. I want you to think of the Holy Ghost next time. 
I want you to think of him because he is mm, the power of God. He is the voice of God. He is the sound. He is God. Man, I wish I had a black guy with a B3 organ right about now. Do you know this Holy Spirit? Do you know this Holy Spirit? Do you know this Holy Spirit? I'll tell you the answer. Because if you knew Him, you wouldn't go around making decisions and screwing up your life like you do right now. You wouldn't try to figure it all out by yourself because I love you dearly, but you ain't that smart. If only we could say, Holy Spirit, what's the next step? Because I'll tell you what, when the Holy Spirit leads you, man, He will lead you into places that you think you're going crazy, but the Holy Spirit is guiding you. I worked for a little church in India, little compared to where we've been to now, but in India it's a big church. And I remember the Holy Spirit spoke to me and said, move to the city, away from home. I was very young. And I decided I was going to move away. Boy, my denomination had a cow. Everybody was like, this is not God, this is not God. All the voices start speaking to you. But Jesus said in John chapter 10, verse 26 or 27, He says, My sheep hear my voice. They know me and they know what to do. Or I know them and they know what to do. We went there. And man, God exploded the ministry. It felt like I was in hell for the first few months. And then I'm in India and, my, and the Holy Spirit speaks to my wife and says, we're going to move to America. I'm telling you, it was the last thing on our mind. We did not want it. Nothing bad against America. We, just, we were just happy in India ministry. She calls me and tells me the Lord spoke to her. God's going to move us to San Antonio. And I, being a man of faith and power, led by the Spirit of God on a daily basis, said, I rebuke that in Jesus' name. Where's the San Antonio? Huh, exactly. <laughs> I never heard of it. The only reason I knew it because she was there. I'd never heard of it. The only person from San Antonio I'd ever heard of was... Um, um, no, David Robinson. Because I'd seen him on a, on a Billy Graham program. I didn't even know he was from San Antonio. I found out he was from San Antonio after I came here. We come here in obedience to the voice of God. Man, prophets came out of the wazoo. The Lord showing me. You're just going to be in a gas station filling gas. You're just going to be nobody. You're going to lose your anointing, lose your ministry. You're going to be filling gas. And I, He's right. It was in my own Yukon. Wonder what he was thinking it was. Everybody went against us. People prophesying, all that stuff. Why? Because I'm telling you, man, when you're led by the Spirit of God, no matter how crazy it looks, God takes it upon Himself to make sure your path is taken care of. That everything before you is made plain. Because when I first came, that's the speech they gave me. And now I'm their pastor. Why? Because when you're led by the Spirit of God, listen to me, man. God, the Holy Ghost, takes it upon Himself to make sure you look good. When you're led by the Spirit of God, He paves everything clear for you. He clears the way. He makes you all that you were created to be. You know what? When you're led by the Spirit of God, excuse me, you're happy. You're really happy. So next time you want to make a decision, next time you're about to do something and you think you're really smart, why don't you take the time to ask the Holy Ghost what He thinks? Because guess what? Your life has already been written down by Him in a book. 
Ask him, what does it say I'm supposed to do next? If you knew the Holy Spirit intimately, if you knew the person of the Holy Spirit, you would not be led by circumstances in your life. When you tell me, God opened this door for me, God will not open any door for you until He first tells you that He's going to open a door for you. Please listen to me carefully. In the old covenant, we put fleeces to find out what God's will was. Lord, if it's your will, when I wake up, let there be a big tree grown on my front yard. When it was time for us to get married, she started putting a bunch of fleeces. <laughs> if this is the man for me, he's going to come and tell me this stupid line. And I was like, hey, I know from God. I don't have to hear no more. We don't know. I, don't, I never liked fleeces. Why? Because when you put fleeces, you're over, you're, you're giving more importance to circumstances than you do to the voice of God. God didn't put you in some puzzle to figure things out, man. God said, I will be with you and lead you in every way that you need to go. The Lord is my shepherd. He's supposed to lead you. Are you listening to me? So if the Holy Spirit has a plan and the Holy Spirit has something for me to go and I'm not living to the fullest of my plan. Let me ask you something. What is your definition of being a failure? Because I'll tell you my definition of being a failure. My definition of a loser is someone that is not living in, in, in line with where the Holy Spirit wants you to be. That's my definition of somebody. That misses out. Now let me ask you something. How many people out there that are trying to figure this stuff out and by chance hit the jackpot or, or keep trying and failing and failing and all they had to do was just be led by the Spirit of God because I promise you greatness only comes to those who make the Holy Spirit great. Good point, Zach. Okay. They didn't get it, but good point. You want to know how important you're going to become? Huh? 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 You want to know how important you're going to get? Just as important as you make the Holy Spirit in your life. Gosh, you were doing really good when we were talking kind of hypothetical loving the Holy Spirit. Don't get all practical and nitty gritty like that, dude. No, I'm telling you the truth. I'm telling you the truth. Amen. You want to know how big you're going to get? Just as big as the Holy Spirit is in your life. How important is He to you? Hmm? How great is He to you? Is He worthy of your worship, do you know that He was the one who's watched you from the day you were born? Do you know He's the one who actually came and told you, you sinner, you need Jesus? And guess what? That's the only time He connects before you are saved. Don't let no religion come and tell you that the Holy Spirit keeps convicting you of sin. It's like you just had a you just committed sin, and the Holy Spirit comes and says, Hey, guess what? You just sinned. <laughs> How stupid are we? <laughs> the Holy Spirit is not a duh kind of guy. He doesn't come and tell you you sinned when you know you sinned. What he does when you sin, my friend, is point you to how good God is. He leads you into all truth. The Holy Spirit guides you into truth and greatness and prosperity and blessing. Guess what? Because he's God. It's all his to begin with. He can bring it all to you. 
He can bring you favor. He can bring you anointing. He can bring you the shandai. You can get the jiggles and the presents and the, and the goosebumps and all. He's the one with all that. He's the one with your destiny. He's the one who knows your future. He's the one who knows what you should be doing. He's the one who is your all in all. He is the Holy Ghost. Do you know him? I'd like to know him more. I'd like to know how he thinks, how he walks, how he reacts. I'd like to know how he operates because those who know the Spirit of God or those who are led by the Spirit of God, they are the Son of God. You know what? I want to be a son. I don't want to be no little, I don't want to be no little down guy anymore. I want to be a son, man. How about you? Amen. I want to be a son. I want to be a son. I'm going to be a son. I am a son. Because I'm led by the Spirit of God. Say that I am led by the Spirit of God. Therefore, I am a son of God. Say this, I am not led by circumstances. I am not led by open doors or closed doors. I am led by what God tells me to do. Listen to me carefully. When you go by doors and circumstances, I want you to understand something. With how weird and creepy this sounds, God is not in control of circumstances. God is only in control of your life. Or at least a life that gives Him control. For all people say, everything that happens is God's will. Because God is in control. If He was really in control, would the Garden of Eden, Eden have happened? Huh? Excuse me. Why? Because He gave us the will and we chose to give it to the enemy. Jesus calls the devil the Lord of the air. The prince of this world. So you tell me when stuff happens, why blame God? So if the enemy has authority over circumstances and situations, when doors open and you run like a crazy mad person into that door, could it be that if you hadn't heard from God first, that could be a door that's not from God? That just because doors open, they have absolutely nothing to do with God having to open that door. Hello? And then you wonder, well, but, but God opened this door. But God, I said that in the mail yesterday. It's like, you know, God speaks to Noah, Jonah and says, Jonah, go to Nineveh and preach to those people. Jonah's like, I'm going to go to Tarshish. Lord, if it is your will, when I get to the coast, let there be a boat waiting to take me to Tarshish. Well, by golly, he gets there and there's a boat waiting to go to Tarshish. This is the Lord. Hello? Don't ever be led by circumstances, y'all. Be led by the voice of God. And I want you to know something. God can speak to you. You want to know why you haven't heard Him speak to you? Not necessarily. It's because He's speaking. But you just aren't close enough to hear Him. You want to stand where you're standing? Obviously it's too far because you can't hear him. Well, this is like a duh moment for us all of a second here. Can I hear him? No. Uh, walk closer. Because he's speaking. Walk closer. What am I trying to say? 
Get intimate with him, man. Because the reason you don't hear him is not because he's not speaking. It's because you're standing far off. Get close. Closer. Get closer to where you can hear him speak. Oh, I'm preaching myself happy today. Amen. Get close enough to preach and speak. My friend, I don't know if I've ever preached a more important teaching to you. I don't know if I've, and I'm a good preacher. I'm a good teacher. Don't get mad at me when I tell the truth. <laughs> God's anointed me to do this. But I don't think I have ever taught you, the crew, something more important for your life. So if you were zoning out while I was preaching, you probably missed the most important instruction you were supposed to receive. You hearing me? Because I want you to make it your... Give me the word. I want you to make it your... Priority. Priority, obsession to get to know the Holy Spirit because He's a lot better than your boyfriend. He's a lot more amazing than your girlfriend. He's more precious than your wife. He's more beautiful than your husband. He's more incredible to get to know. He's so fascinating, you couldn't live a lifetime getting to know him enough. He's so amazing to be with, you couldn't have more fun if you lived a hundred times, hundred years every year. Because he's that incredible. And you will still come around and go, oh, you amaze me. I want to know you more. I want to know you more. We say prayers like, Holy Spirit, make yourself known to me. Like he was kind of hiding from us, eh? Like he's all out there just kind of... No. I think he was saying, Zach, make yourself known to me. Oh God, I want to know you more. I want more of you, God. I want more of you. And the Holy Spirit would say right back to you, Zach, I want more of you. <laughs> I want to know you more. But doesn't God know everything? Yeah, but he's not going inter to interfere where he's not given permission. Oh, I want to feel your presence, God. I want to feel you close. And God's like, exactly. I want to feel, feel you close. Come close. I really do. At least I took care of that fire in between that would have killed you if you normally came close to me. By dying on the cross. So now can you come close to me? Since I've taken the veil out of the way. Can you come close to me now? Can you, can you come close? And I want you to start tonight. Walking in a level of intimacy with the Holy Spirit. Like you've never walked before. I want you starting tonight. To walk in the power of God. To where the reality of God's Holy Spirit in your life. Is more real. Than the person standing in front of me. I say this often guys. There are many, many times, and I hope it becomes reality forever, there are many times in my life that you could stand in front of me and talk and the presence of the Holy Spirit is more real to me than that. I can't wait for you to get to so intimate with the Holy Spirit or get so intimate with the Holy Spirit that He starts asking you to do some stuff that is so crazy that everybody's going to think you're a nut. But this time for a change, it's not because you are a nut, it's because you're listening to the Holy Spirit. And you attempt some, some, something so great that if it wasn't God, you're bound to screw it all up.
that you start listening to God tell you to do the impossible. When was it that the disciples received the power to heal the sick? Huh? And you shall receive Acts chapter 1 verse 8. And you shall receive power. When? After that the Holy Spirit has come upon you. Let me ask you something. How much power do you have in your life right now? It's directly proportionate to how much you know the Holy Spirit. I didn't ask you, you're baptized in the Holy Spirit. Can you do Shikamunahonda Gotama Bote? That's not what I asked you. I asked you, do you know the Holy Spirit? Do you walk in power? Because the power of God in your life, not you talking about how great God is and that preacher that you watch on Wednesday or this preacher you listen to every week or this amazing church over there. Maybe if I go there, I'm going to... You know what, dude? Okay. <laughs> You're never going to walk, listen to me carefully, in power. And I don't care how many years you stay faithful to ZCIM. You're never going to walk in power. Take it to the bank until you get to know the person of the Holy Ghost. Because He is... He doesn't just give you power. He is power. He doesn't just have love. He is love. He just doesn't do good. He is the personification of good. When we say, God, you're so good, we say, God, you do so good. But do you realize that God just doesn't do good? He is good. That's really weird. <laughs> good God, you're good. Do you know the Holy Spirit? Do you know the Holy Spirit? If you don't, it's a good time to start. If you would like to receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior, you can repeat this simple prayer with me right now, wherever you are. Dear Lord Jesus, I come to you as I am and receive you as my Lord and Savior. Thank you for dying for me. I confess with my mouth and believe in my heart that Jesus is my Lord. I am yours forever. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for joining us today for this teaching. We would love to hear from you. You can write us at ZCIM PO Box 592675, San Antonio, Texas 78259. For more information on ZCIM, please visit us at zcim.org or on Facebook and Twitter at ZCIM Official. God bless you.